You are listening to AnswerCast. Hello and welcome to AnswerCast, a series of insightful conversations with leaders who are shaping the new world with their expertise and passion for technology, innovation, customer experience, global business models, marketing, strategy, and much more. Hi, this is Smita Hemige, Head of Marketing Answer. Thank you, Amit Kalra, Managing Director, Head Swiss Re Bangalore, for coming to our current episode of AnswerCast, where one can get all their answers. Amit, can you please briefly introduce yourself and Swiss Re? Sure. Thanks, Smita, for having me on the show. For me, it's been uh, nearly two decades in the financial services industry. Uh, so, so I've played uh, multiple roles across transformation, strategy, analytics, innovation. And in my current role, I had uh, Swissree's Global Business Solutions Center at Bangalore. So, so maybe about Swissree, you know, we have over 155 years of uh, history. We are headquartered in Zurich. We are a global leader in reinsurance, risk transfer solutions uh, with 80 offices globally covering over 150 countries. Uh, so, so we do risk transfer, which is essentially the re-slash insurance solutions for the insurance companies and corporates. Uh, we do risk partnerships, which is essentially engagement with corporates, governments. And increasingly, we are looking at tech-enabled solutions. And about the Bangalore setup, it is the third largest office of Swiss Re. It is a microcosm of Swiss Re Group with almost all the functions of business value chain, yeah, which are represented here. So yeah, we continue to accelerate the build-up, deepening of capabilities, and drive uh, holistic uh, transformation. Thanks, thanks, Amit. I thought I will deep dive to very quickly around the topic that we're talking today. And it's a topic that's very close to my heart. More often than not, sustainability is an often mentioned goal of business, nonprofit and governments over the last decade. And, um, you know, yet measuring the degree to which an organization is being sustainable or pursuing sustainable growth can be difficult. Close to about 30 years ago, John Elkington coined the term triple bottom line. It was a challenge to business leaders to rethink capitalism. It was supposed to offer a radical new way forward for businesses to stop just focusing on profits, but also to expand their focus to include how can they improve lives of people and also the health of the planet. Hence the triple bottom line. What does it mean? It's also known as the three P's or the three, three BL. It's a business framework that suggests management consider three kinds of bottom line, people, planet, and profit. The triple bottom line approach to business is used and implemented by some of the world's biggest and largest companies. For example, General Electric, Unilever. And also what's happened recently is a lot of the smaller, medium term companies are also gaining traction because their consumers are becoming more interested in supporting these organizations that align with their beliefs. In today's edition of AnswerCast, Amit and I are going to be talking about triple bottom line, adding value to business and society. Let's get started right away. Thanks, Amit, again for being on the show. I want to explore from your view, what do you think is your definition for the triple bottom line management? And do you think we can look at this as short term, medium and long term? 
Yeah, so so thanks, Mita. Firstly, you know, for covering the background. So so if if Verna has to really evaluate the organizational performance, you know, as as you highlighted, the easiest way is to really describe it in terms of profit or economic value. However, we often miss that. Uh, organizations are, you know, very much like an integral part of the broader ecosystem. And we have responsibilities towards society, environment under which we operate. And then therefore, you know, we need to have a holistic view. And that's what contributes to sustainable business strategy, right? So, so whenever we say sustainable business strategy, it essentially focuses on all the three dimensions of triple bottom line. Yeah, uh, profit, people and planet. So, so profit is straightforward, right? It's uh, for the shareholders. Objective is to maximize cash flows, reduce cost. When it comes to people, we are essentially referring to, you know, being responsible towards employees, well-being and the community in large, right? So you broaden the view from a shareholder to a stakeholder. So you look at equity, non-discriminatory principles, practices towards employees. You have a very strong emphasis on the culture. It has to have inclusive culture, respect at workplace. How do we value diversity? city and I mean the end result is that people who are working in the organization can be themselves right and then the societal impact is about empowering local communities whether it's through CSR measures employee volunteering and and planet uh, you know is equally important right and here we are talking about being environmentally responsible so how do we well manage our natural resources climate change is a critical topic it's not a topic for future you know it, it's it's about uh, what do we do now to make mitigate the damage and look at restoration. Industries world over, you know, have contributed one way or the other towards pollution, emissions, and now it's time to actually drive that positive change. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, you're right, a number of organizations have increasingly started to focus on all of these dimensions, which is great, yeah? So, so I, I also see a number of measures, whether it's around CSR initiatives, D&I campaigns, awareness, and even during pandemic, yeah, we saw a number of companies uh, increasing their well-being proposition uh, for the employees. However, my, my point is, you know, it's not enough. So sometimes these are more of like short-term focused topics. It's a need of the hour. Organizations do it. And sometimes it becomes optional or these are one-off campaigns. So we need to really, you know, move away from incremental or ad hoc initiative to something which is more exponential and a sustainable way forward, right? Uh, which tracks progress on societal, environmental conditions uh, while being, you know, uh, financially considerate. And another thing is we have to move away from an individual frame to a collective frame. So, so uh, not just as a company, but as an industry, can we actually join hands together? So just like profit, people and planet have to be integral part of sustainable business strategy. Thanks, Amit. So from, you know, when you were speaking, I just wanted to understand and you spoke about, you know, individual to collective frame. Do you see things that, you know, we can look at it from short term to long term? Short term can be the ad hoc while long term needs people to come together. Do you have a lens through which you you see currently where you're looking at what can we do in short term and long term, which has a larger impact? Yeah, and, and that's what, uh, you know, on, on the long term side, we really need to look at uh, building that movement, building that coalition. So, so if you take some of the examples uh, in the automobile industry, right? So electric vehicles, autonomous vehicle. Yeah, so you had one or two companies which started that movement and more and more organizations started joining, right? And then after decades of conventional car and automobile, you know, all of a sudden you get into the conversations of, yeah, let's make it electric, which actually saves carbon footprint 
development and let's focus more on mobility it's not about just owning right it's also about sharing so so i'm just saying you know how do we really pick up these trends and make that as a cross industry movement right but it it requires some initial investments incremental efforts to make that gigantic movement and a step ahead the next thing that i want to ask was how have you used the triple bottom line within swissri is there a framework that you follow some best practices that you all have implemented learnings on the way yeah no thanks for asking so so for swissri you know the spirit of care for people and planet is very much integrated i would say into our vision purpose and business strategy firstly if i talk about the vision purpose uh, our purpose is we make the world more resilient and if you look at times like these you know the true value proposition comes right with whether it's pandemic or if it's natural catastrophe events like earthquake hurricane you know how the industry and the organization comes out to support the individuals families corporates government through claims payout help them bounce back and there is a strong why you know uh, or a purpose which actually drives our daily efforts so just to give you some statistics you know 75% of global risk today whether they are emerging from natural catastrophe climate change aging population cyber crime they are uninsured which essentially means there's a huge protection gap the understanding of insurance risk awareness is not there and that's what we aim to change that right so so for us this firstly starts from our vision and purpose then secondly on the strategy yeah so we have a group's sustainable strategy framework under which we focus on three key aspects mitigating climate risk building societal resilience and uh, last but not the least driving affordable insurance and digital solutions so what do we mean by that right so when i say mitigating climate risk it's about ensuring the peak perils which many other players cannot right Uh, but we have some of the core strengths as well as the expertise of proprietary models to simulate what is the hurricane activity what will be the flooding and then come up with the right products around that or how do we support advancement of the energy transition right so we have actually provided cover to over 5600 wind and solar farms right and that's how we would like to support the energy transition from thermal to more sustainable forms and then when we talk about societal resilience it's it's about Uh, you know working with the governments on how do we cover some of these risks how do we design insurance products for farmers how do we mitigate impact of climate change and and lastly when it comes to affordability or digital solutions so how do you actually leverage technology yeah because technology helps reduce the cost of excess cost of your product and those are some of the platforms that we are trying to develop and you know we actually had over 4 billion of premiums written through those tech digital solutions which actually create more affordable products in the future and then you know as part of the strategy we also have certain goals like on the business side fully decarbonize business by 2050 phasing out thermal coal exposure on the investment side we want to issue green bonds of 4 billion dollars by 2024 and on the operation side you know having a net zero operations by 2030 so these are you know some of the high level views and the frameworks that we have very impressive goals and um, larger vision that swissri has it serves like a role model for a lot of the other organizations that are actually getting started on this journey but as a follow up to this question i just want to understand if there were interesting examples of how you saw this being implemented something that you saw being done in another industry i know you spoke about the automobile industry earlier but are there other examples that you're thinking where you could borrow a leaf from cross industry collaboration 
and then implement mm. like to take a case in point one of the employers where i worked with is a pioneer in in ensuring that they have a very strong focus on society and looking at what can they do with uh, giving back to society be it in the form of either employee diversity or inclusive programs or looking at what can they do as societal justice they're very very passionate and they've been working on this for the last 25 years and they made great strides so i wanted to understand from you what were your other examples or companies that you saw as hero or role models not just very big programs but even small programs that have tremendous impact so so let me maybe share some of the examples which uh, we have also practiced at swiss re bangalore as well right uh, because at the end of the day you know each and every organization has to be they need to be at the front right so it's, it's about leading from the front and i think every organization is different so so how do you really look at your internal context and see what works best right so if i take some of the examples i think uh, you mentioned around you know inclusiveness right for us you know inclusiveness is not just a grassroots bottom up initiative of volunteers uh, but it's actually very much part of our business strategy goals the must wins right uh, because we truly believe that uh, if we have to accelerate the agenda on inclusiveness uh, you can't really look at it as a separate initiative so it has to become much more integrated everyone has to in the organization be behind this and that's how you really build that momentum both at the organization and the industry level so we've maintained like sharp focus on gender lgbti inclusive leadership race and ethnicity as well as mental wellness right so just to give you examples on the gender we very closely track the uh, you know gender pay equity right on a annual basis and if there are differences we are making those course correct so that we don't really let it become an issue of the future uh, so when we are hiring people we ensure that there is a balanced uh, gender slate yeah before we make selection right so we always want to make selection basis the meritocracy but yeah it has to be a balanced slate before we do that and very soon we are launching a very i would say bespoke women leadership development program yeah because what we realize is as we progress across levels uh, yeah women representation and senior leadership roles keeps on reducing so so how do you fix that gap then on lgbti it's uh, you know building ally network all your uh, hr policies how can they become gender neutral right so it's not about for example in insurance it's not about covering spouse it's also about covering partners in our office we have gender neutral bathrooms right so you so have to really look at things in a very holistic manner and also how you know the sensitivities are also getting managed within the organization and mental wellness is super critical right uh, so so for us uh, uh, having a number of uh, wellness coaching sessions open sharing sessions meeting free afternoons so a number of things that we do and one thing very interesting you know on the cultural side which I would like to give an example because this has been something which we have been following for last 5 uh, years and actually helped us during covid times as well yeah so we have this practice of own the way you work so it's about uh, flexible arrangements working styles uh, outcome focused uh, engagement and not Uh, necessarily getting into daily aspects of uh, monitoring uh, how things are happening and this really empowers employees to be themselves right and that's how they can actually focus that's how they can drive the business objectives and also you unleash the creativity 
and and i think on the community side if i have to share certain examples uh, there is a lot of movement around social entrepreneurship yeah and and i am personally very passionate about that because i mean i do value csr donation but i believe if you really want to make it sustainable you have to encourage innovation in the society yeah so you have to think about building and sustaining those enterprises yeah which focus both on the social impact as well as the financial stability and that's where we pick an entrepreneur every year uh, we engage our team who work with the team of entrepreneur where these expertise and skill sets are also coming to help shape up the business plan and make it sustainable for the entrepreneur and recently you know we picked uh, uh, an entrepreneur called sunbird straws yeah which actually comes up with sustainable straws so these are not plastic straws but these are straws from agri waste which are fallen coconut leaves right so, so it's kind of a innovation and a technology integration to build that impact in the communities and to the environment and if i take certain examples maybe i would say more from an environmental consideration we have our office building which has in house solar plant on the terrace so the 100% energy is green we have organic farming in our office so the same produce actually goes into our cafeteria yeah for preparation of meals all iot setups which ensure energy consumption is reduced by 70% and a number of co2 subsidies that we uh, you know give to our employees so that you know they get 50% off the cost if they buy five star rated product or if they install solar power installation in their individual home so so there's number of these initiatives and uh, while i'm sharing for swiss re i'm sure there are number of organizations which have initiated the journey in these dimensions very very interesting so i'll come to the last question for today which is what is the impact of using the bottom line approach for the organization and community at large i know we've spoken about this we've spoken about you know how you viewed it what's been the impact how swiss re is constructed the larger vision and purpose how swiss re bangalore has made this core at their operations but i just wanted to understand from you what could be the impact that organizations can look for if they're going to get started on this journey firstly you know starts right from employee perspective yeah so so you'll actually have a very motivated uh, driven workforce right because they are driven by the purpose so if you tell an individual the what and how so yeah the person might execute a job but uh, if you explain the why and if that person relates to the why that's where you see higher productivity you see innovation you see retention so a broader purpose of an organization is always motivating employees yeah and that could mean your lower attrition levels uh, you know a lot of proactive measures in terms of leveraging tech and innovative ways of working at at the organization level you know i, I would say it also creates new business opportunities and that, and these could be new products uh, it could be markets just an example from swissria as i was mentioning that uh, we are a strong advocate influencer on climate change right and uh, what it essentially means is that the expertise that we build in the process also helps us you know coming up with innovative offerings right which means risk transfer solutions which can be applicable at at the global level or at 
the individual country level, right? And generally, when we talk about strategy, yes, so sometimes uh, strategy gets into a lot of jargons. And the moment the organizations are bringing this view, which is a holistic view, the strategy becomes real. Yeah. Uh, so the purpose becomes evident. And what eventually happens is the culture becomes strategy yeah, at the end of the day, because uh, that's what, I mean, you have self-organizing teams eventually who are driven and who are contributing at the end of the day. Even without really pushing full page advertisements or marketing, organizations are building that goodwill internally amongst employees as well as externally amongst uh, stakeholders, right? And yeah, I mean, towards community, there is a definitely a direct as well as uh, the indirect impact, uh, whether it's through the CSR measures, corporate volunteering or social entrepreneurship. That's how you really look at all the three dimensions, right? And how the organizations are able to then prosper uh, and contribute towards uh, environmental and other sustainable aspects. I personally believe that, uh, you know, sustained and transformational efforts will actually bring the required change with the right momentum. So even if it's an individual or organizational contribution, you know, which may appear as a drop in the ocean, together all these drops actually make an ocean, right? Thanks, Amit. To quickly sum up, thinking of businesses with triple bottom line has given us a lot of food for thought. So thank you for that. But to go back to how we started, I think the scale of modern crises such as climate chaos, global inequality, and many more have actually gotten corporate management and organizations to start thinking about new ways about the impacts of their decisions that have on our planet. This was the thinking that inspired the triple bottom line and its simultaneous prioritization of people, planet, and profit. From my conversation with Amit today, we get to understand that the triple bottom line from many perspectives. One view that has really made it really simple for me was how do you connect from the shareholder to the stakeholder? Organizations are also doing one or a couple, but typically ad hoc and disjointed. But the view for the future would be is if you want to look at this long term, look at what can you do as sustainable initiatives, move from one individual to actually looking at it from a collective frame. It could also be cross industry collaborations or joining hands together to create this change. Within Swiss Re, Amit, you've been extremely insightful. You've spoken about how it's inherent to your DNA on the spirit for care for people, right? And uh, the planet. And it's in ingrained within your vision, purpose and business strategy. At Swiss Re, you've also in Bangalore, especially you've got laser focus on inclusivity and diversity. And there are many initiatives that, you know, you spoke about, which could be in the area of gender pay gap, women leadership program, the bespoke program that you're creating. Uh, it could be gender neutral initiatives. It could be in the areas of policies or infrastructure like washrooms. And I think what I also liked was the way you spoke about own the way you work, flexible arrangements, being outcome focused in the style of working. I think some of that has tremendously helped you even on the back of the pandemic. What we've also realized from the conversation that empowered employees will help drive business objectives as well as look at different ways in which they could unleash creativity. All of this can't be done just by doing it within your universe. You also need to be collaborating with the society around you. And I think another great dimension that you spoke about was social entrepreneurship and how do you infuse innovation back at society. Very interesting when you speak about you know, how do you work with the entrepreneur when you're helping them and working with them on their business plan or the green offices that you described at Swiss Re or, you know, if the employees were looking to buy a gadget and looking to see how environmentally friendly they are. 
I think all of this is not without any impact, right? I mean, no organization or their shareholders will be okay if uh, the triple bottom line did not bring any impact. I think you did speak about the empowered and the motivated workforce, which I think is something that most organizations are grappling with today. Also, this means from a profit or a shareholder value, we're talking about creating new business opportunities. It could either could be new products or entering new markets. What it means from a people and a culture perspective is the culture becomes core to the strategy and it drives a lot of it from being right there in the center. It helps building goodwill with the employees and the stakeholders. And there is a large impact, both direct and indirect community uh, impact on the community. So thank you, Amit, for being on today's episode of AnswerCast. It was a pleasure to host you. And I hope the others learned as much about the triple bottom line as much as I did. And thanks once again. Thanks, Smita, for the great dialogue. It was a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again for an exciting conversation with yet another leader answering the unanswered questions. Follow us on our social channels for the latest updates.